Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, Jack. Jack O'Hara. Boy, you asked me some interesting questions, my man. It's a great question, Jack. Jack, hey, it's Josh Radder. Hey there, Jack O'Hara. It's Johnny Damon. Jack, you had questions for me. Jack O'Hara? Absolutely. This message is for Jack O'Hara. Jack, how are you? Hey, Jack. Jack, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, Jack? Uh, listen, man, you know, you, you, you asked me a couple questions. Live and broadcasting around the world, you're listening to The O Show. In the show and uh, doing your thing, I mean, you've got some pr- pretty big name guests. I've seen your, your stuff, so congratulations on your success. Jack O'Hara. Much nicer guy than Conan O'Brien with much better interviewing skills. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. Now, let's get to it. So boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's definitely gonna break up with you. She's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, TickPick. I thought you said TickPick. No hidden fees. Download today. This is probably the best Matthew McConaughey movie I've ever seen. I mean, he's corny in it. I mean, that's Matthew McConaughey. But the character fit that bill so well that it kind of just blended in, and you kind of didn't really notice it. Had a lot of twists, a lot of turns, a lot of comedy, a lot of really good moments that just made you want to sit down and drink a scotch. So, all right, the gentleman you can say is Guy Ritchie, the director. He drove it back home, accelerating right into stylish direction. I mean, this was an old-school crime drama with hilarious action. I mean, British gangsters made a huge comeback with Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Hugh Grant, and even Colin Farrell, who played a great role as the coach. I mean, they placed on an amusing, albeit convoluted, if you will, plot that the film refers to as a quote-unquote cock-off. Big European, very big English film. Uh, They use the word cunt like it's the word darn or crap or drat. I mean, they use it in every other sentence. I mean, it's a regular dick measuring contest. I mean, come prepared to relive the man from uncle-esque film in a post-Aladdin world. That is the words of Tanzim Partawala, who wrote this article uh, based on The Gentleman. And, of course, it's a Guy Ritchie going back into his cinematic comfort zone, I guess. I mean, when the film's trailer dropped a few months ago, I wondered, I mean, are we ever watching men trading marijuana, wearing expensive suits, and carrying their accents around a British town? This movie is the next directorial outing after Aladdin and the uncomfortable and unfortunate King Arthur Legend of the Sword. So the familiar 
tonality of this action comedy flick felt a little assuring. I mean, not a whole lot at first, but Guy Ritchie had other plans for the crime genre, and boy, am I glad that he decided to drive it back home. I mean, the gentleman's plot is the violence and the hilarity that ensues when a marijuana lord tries to get out of the game and the many crime bosses who are ready to take his place. I mean, starring Matthew McConaughey, Hunnam, Hugh Grant, Henry Golding, Jeremy Strong, Colin Farrell, Michelle Dockery, Eddie Marson. The list goes on and on. The cast of The Gentleman is pretty tight. I mean, the the insensible cast announced actors we've seen before in gangster films. They can be scary drug lords, rugged criminals, and rock bossmen suits all at the same time. I mean, my, my, McConaughey, I mean, of course, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Charlie Hunnam, of course, Sons of Anarchy, who can forget that show. With the promise of good performances and unfailing comedic elements, I mean, I walked into this movie ready to be entertained, ready to laugh, thinking more of, again, the man from UNCLE rather than the aforementioned disaster movies. And the gentlemen are deliciously fascinating characters. Matthew McConaughey, first and foremost, is so back on track with this film. He plays a man called Mickey Pearson, an American expat in the British marijuana empire game. He's made his money with the the weed farms and wants out with a comfortable fortune earned. His character has moments of like sheer and dangerous power in this one and some of the amazing deadpan comedy, both of which Matthew McConaughey pulls off effortlessly. I mean, one of the best actors ever. Charlie Hunnam's, uh, he played a man named Raymond. He played the right-hand man to Pearson, kind of his go-to guy. And you've seen Hunnam in several action films. Like I said, trust me when I say you'll be glad this role doesn't remind you of his King Arthur act at all. I mean, they're the thoughts in your head now, but out for Mickey's fortune upon hearing that he wants out is Henry Golding's Dry Eye, who's a Chinese mobster who wants to surpass his current boss and take over the empire. I mean, sharing the sentiment is Jeremy Strong's Matthew Berger, who wishes to take out of uh, the competition. I mean, added to this mess is Hugh Grant's private eye, who goes by the name of Fletcher, chooses, he chooses to blackmail Raymond by extension and by extension uh, his boss Mickey Pearson Fletcher's the kind of guy he's like a wannabe movie director an undercover spy who digs up dirt on people just independently freelance work never really understood it but uh, Colin Farrell also joins the uh, cast as coach again probably one of the best characters in this movie he's a guy who runs an MMA gym and is dragged into this empire war as a debt payoff and all these men are now in what the film calls a traditional again cock off a regular dick measuring contest for power their words not mine and the cast performs i mean the performances in this movie were everything the actors with their british accents and unique mobster traits are the charm of the entire movie you can't help but get drawn even by their most offensive jokes again that word the c word i won't say it again it makes me very nervous very uncomfortable they say it like it's nothing 
I mean, of course, the suit-wearing men already have their appeal, but even Colin Farrell's ridiculously dressed coach is hard to take your eyes off of. You should also know in this movie that Hugh Grant's character is gay for Charlie Hunnam's character. And the gentleman is Guy Ritchie's stylistic sensibilities making a comeback. I mean, when I said that Guy Ritchie is driving this one home, I mean the place lock stock and two smoking barrels a snat and a snatch came from the the gentleman is a major throwback to uh, guy Ritchie's unique direct directorial sensibilities the film begins with the narrator explaining that we're going to go back to 35 millimeters uh, lensing which brings out the film in this so like all those film junkies out there are like yes I know what that means as opposed to like the average moviegoer who's like I have no idea what that means so there are some politics of nostalgia at play here when it comes to the film industry and when you see the characters zipping through action scenes drizzled with comedic moments you can't help but enjoy this ride I mean the director's camera is obsessed with capturing not just the subject of the action, I mean, let's say a shootout, but a lot more with what's happening in the background. There's a delightful scene in which Coach's underlings join the action, playing hip-hop tunes, cut into a a video, which they probably used like Final Cut Pro and Adobe Premiere to edit. Uh, They made that movie. They created it with the movie out of a recent raid that they uh, laid on one of McConaughey's marijuana farms, posted it on YouTube. It was great. What happens in scenes like these is a pure genius blend of gruesome action with laugh-out-loud material. And Guy Ritchie is fun. He's always been a fun, so stylish. Uh, fun direction is what really makes this movie. I thought I was over English Tarantino, but it turns out I'm not. Humoristic direction to a gangster's life is a I guess you could say it's a contribution to crime genre only I mean only he can make and and so I I don't think fans will blame him blame Guy Ritchie here for relying on it ever so often in The Gentleman and Guy Ritchie is still the guy who again made the man from uncle best believe he got uh, his mojo back in this one there are are shots he takes uh, his time with and then there's those that he just zip lines through whether whether or not you're prepared for the pace it can however be said that the pacing is slower for the director I mean the gentleman's outrageously funny story gets a peppy verse filled narrative because I'll admit the first 15 minutes of this movie were very I mean they were difficult to keep up with at least for me the film goes all guns blazing into the story and it has so many convoluted plots that you almost can't maintain a chain of thoughts in the first 15 minutes it's narrated completely in flashbacks and for a while you you'll think that the plot is nonsensical i mean just a plethora of words and disjointed action because at the beginning of the movie it seemed as if mcconaughey's character was shot and killed now they're just telling the story but once you settle into this movie you understand that just how much the film relies on that narrative structure and no mcconaughey's character does not die but it does make you seem so spoiler alert if you if you haven't seen the movie don't listen the story 
goes back and forth between dialogues that almost border towards poetic verse, if you will. If you, if you think the action of the film is funny, you should see what it does with dialogue. I mean, Hugh Grant's character gets most of these lines with a lot of rhyme and meter to accompany the otherwise long rant-like lines. I mean, considering that the, the film is just action sequences set on conversation, you'll find yourself appreciating how... I mean, how brisk it is. Do expect the the very curse words and the sweary lines, though. These are British gangsters, and even if their words seem smart, I mean, they say some pretty scandalous words in this movie, but uh, unfortunately, the space that Guy Ritchie was comfortable with was also the space where racism and cinema were allowed to grow in this film. The film doesn't treat its Asian characters very kindly, Henry Golding's dry eye, he, he becomes the butt of some pretty sad jokes that weren't politically correct back then and quite honestly aren't politically correct now more than ever. And the Asian gangsters are represented as somehow more descendant than the English lot. I mean, dry eye is called a Chinese James Bond by Mickey and his kin are given even worse scenes. I mean, Jason Wong's character is, uh, 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 <laughs> his name's pronounced P, or his name's spelled P-H-U-C, which is fuck, obviously, and thus continues the degradation. Thematically, the Brits look down on the Chinese since they deal with harder substances than weed, heroin, giving them an even lower moral backing in the underworld. The director could very well say that those are the slurs of time, but we saw no such problem with The Irishman, which was Martin Scorsese's comeback that falls into the crime genre. I mean, the treatment of Asian characters remains the same even when the frame populates just them with no Englishmen in sight. I mean, you'll see what I mean. The Gentleman, though, is thoroughly... It's a thoroughly fun movie to watch by a fun director. We need a nostalgia trip to be reminded of the old-school pleasures of gangster films and the director-needed redemption. I mean, it borrows everything you love from the genre and packs it in one film populated, again, with these gentlemen, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, and uh, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. The list goes on and on. How could you resist this movie? It was a phenomenal movie. Best Matthew McConaughey movie to date. I mean, did it need to get the endowed racism along, though? Not really, but we got it. So, ready or not, here you come. The Gentleman in theaters now. Go check it out. That's my review of The Gentleman. I am so boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's totally going to break up with you. She's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Jane Manor House, how's it going, man? Doing very, very well. Good to see you. Jack, right? That's right, man. Hey, very good to see you. Are you are you back home in Jersey right now? I am back home in Jersey right now. I'm from New Jersey too, northern New Jersey, up by uh, Morristown. We have a house in Avalon, which I know is like 35, 40 minutes, right? Yeah, not not too far away. My dad uh, is originally from Patterson. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I was actually born in Patterson. No way. Oh, very, very cool. There's our I got a question for you then. New Jerseyans, what do we call a pork roll in Jersey? Uh, Now, 
I, down in South Jersey, where I'm from, it's usually just traditionally called pork roll, but my dad's from up north, and so he calls it Taylor ham. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, he calls it Taylor ham, but I dispute that because Taylor wow. ham is the brand which makes pork roll. Correct. Right now, Dad, I swear to God, he's, he's already on me from the other room. It, it's a pork roll in 50 states in New Jersey. It is a Taylor Hammond. There's not been a single person that I know who has been able to tell me what pork roll is who isn't from New Jersey. I or I ordered a, a Taylor Hammond and cheese here. I'm in Phoenix right now, and they okay. they're like, what the hell are you talking about, man? I'm Do like, they know about pork roll? They, they, they think it's a pork roll, yeah. Dude, they better. They gotta. They gotta. They gotta get that out of Jersey because it's something special. It sounds disgusting. It sounds it's, weird. It's the one thing we have going for us, man. I, seriously, it's like our one delicacy is pork roll. Well, uh, I know we have like 18 seconds and counting here. I just wanted to <laughs> take the time, man. Uh, again, I agree with your dad. Taylor Ham making cheese. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So, Matarazzo. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for your experience, man. Oh, I see they said it for a second, but hey, oh, great. You, then so. I got one more question for you then. Perfect. Shoot then. Uh, work in progress, your band. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big uh, music guy my, myself, Wonderful. heavily Wonderful. influenced by rock music. Who are some great. of the bands that influenced the band for you guys? Oh, uh, there's such a wide, uh, so of course, one of my favorites is Led Zeppelin, uh, but we also like to go down some weird like techno roots. I love Muse. I've been on a Muse kick recently. Um, uh, I look, I love Creedence Clearwater Revival, but there's a lot of new stuff too that we like. Uh, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, they're great. Uh, Paramore, Paramore's a big oh, influence yeah. for us. Yeah, so a lot yeah. of great stuff. A lot I, of I, I dressed up as Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day for Halloween like four Very years cool. in a row. Very cool. I dyed my hair blue and everything. Amazing. That's great. I see we're about to end, so thank you so much. Thank you, man. Uh, I'm so boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's only gonna break up with you. She's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used tick pick. Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.